0: House Civis Broadcasting. Welcome, everyone. It is a bright and beautiful evening here in the City of Towers, and we've got a lot to talk about. Today is the sixth of Dravago, or better known to many of our listeners, Baker's Night. I'm your host, Silas DeCivis, and I'm entirely on my own this evening. Luffy sent a message earlier saying that she wouldn't be able to join us today and I'd like to share a little bit of that message with you. Dear Silas, I'm afraid I won't be able to make it in today. There is heavy construction in my neighborhood. Sections of the city near here were recently destroyed when a Lamanium totem dragon appeared, and a group of heroic wayfinders saved it from dark Mabaran energy by taking it from the city. See you next week, Alufi. Wow! Just wow! We have to talk about her lying meeps. That was too big, and all of it's written on the back of this flyer here for the Sharn Petting Zoo's Baker's Day celebration. Looks like it features cake and little party hats. Oh, a little goat wearing a party hat. Seems like. Maybe it had nothing to do with a Lamanian totem dragon. While we may not be as exciting as goats and cake, I do want to thank you for joining me here today on A Chronicle of Echoes. Feeling feel a little lost without a Luffy here. I'm not sure exactly uh, what to do. Maybe we should jump into some news. The news is always enjoyable. Let's see. We got a bit of news here from the Sharn Inquisitive. It says, No Lamanium Dragon attack the city at any point in time. Why would they do this? Why would the Sharn Inquisitive not report something happening in the city? Something so dramatic? What kind of a broadsheet are there? We have to do something about this. I huh? Meeps... We need to contact someone down there. Let's get them out. Let, let, let's replace whoever's on staff there because they are just not doing a very good job. I don't know if we have to boycott them, what we have to do, but this is ridiculous. Lamanium Totem Dragons attacking the city and they are not reporting on it. You know what? Maybe we should instead take the time and focus in on places like the Sharn Petting Zoo, who is at this very moment having a celebration for Baker's Night Despite all of the violence, and destruction, I'm sorry I couldn't, I couldn't keep it go. Oh, 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 Lamanian Totem Dragon, she really wrote that. And I, 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 you know, there are a lot of questions I have about that whole thing. Why, why Lamanian Totem Dragon? Why bar and dark energy? You, you know, I, I just, I can't, mean... I, I can't, I can't believe that that is the excuse that she went with. Let, let's. Let's jump onto something else, shall we? Let's actually, you know, be, be productive here. We can do what Luffy's ask, even though Luffy's not here. I think that might be a fun time. Little Silas ask that'd be un- enjoyable. Let's see what we have. Oh, this one's directly for Luffy, so that makes it a little more difficult, but we'll give it a try. Dear Luffy, I am currently in House Jurassic's care, and the only thing in the world that would cheer me up is hearing you say that I am your favorite fan. If you could do that, I might find the strength to pull through. And that is a bit sad. I, I, I wasn't, in all my good fun here, I didn't realize how important it was that we are here doing the work. Let's continue the letter. It says, You mean the world to me. And hopefully this letter reaches you well. I know how dangerous the city is at this moment. Sincerely, Attacked by Lamanium Totem Dragon. (laughs) Oh, goodness. She really didn't come in today, and I just am freewheeling it now. Without her here, I can do pretty much whatever I want. There is no segments that she can say no to. She does not get a vote at this moment. Oh, man, this is going to be a great time. We could do the Silas Samples segment. I've wanted to do that one since almost the very first broadcasting where I buy a premium bottle of fine spirits here in the city and I just taste it. I tell you about it. I tell you where you can find it. And then I do that over and over. Just a nice recurring segment. You know what? Maybe I'd even do a little book with it. A tasting guide to Eberron. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, I could also rate taverns and bars. Any place you could get a cocktail, actually. Go over the details, Maybe a little rating system. That'd be really enjoyable. But I don't think we have the time to implement that right now. And all I have as far as alcohol is the good stuff in my office, and I'm not going to. Break that out for such a silly endeavor. Not if I'm not going to do it consistently. So, what other options do we have? We could talk about the lightning rail. I've wanted to talk about conductor stones and the history of House Orion. Or perhaps we could talk about some of the great lightning rails that are out there. That might be enjoyable. But I don't know that I have enough time to really go into much. Oh, perhaps we could talk about The biggest mystery when it comes to the lightning rail. Sire 1313. This, by all accounts, was your average lightning rail. It made countless trips, including one on the day of mourning. But it didn't make it out. Now, people have said that they have seen the 1313 riding along the conductor stones. But that seems like a wild ghost story, and I don't know how much of that is true, and I'd like to dive a little deeper into that, but I don't think we have the time. Perhaps if our listeners write in, we could get a Luffy to agree to have a discussion about it. I would really enjoy that. There was quite a bit of history there and quite a bit of mystery, and I know someone who was on the train that fateful day. But unfortunately, we do have more important things to talk about. Like you, our listeners. I want to thank you for listening in each and every week. It means the absolute world to us that you listen to these broadcasts. And this one in particular means a lot to me already. So thank you. And I'd also like to remind you just how easy it is to get in contact with us here at House Civis Broadcasting. You can always send us a letter through our gnome mail system at housecivisechoersstation at gmail.com. And of course, we have our subscribes located at each and every one of our Echoer devices. If you see a fancy little gnome in a suit, head over and talk to them, and they will make sure that you stay up to date on our broadcastings. While you're there, you can use the little notepad directly next to them to leave a comment or an image a heart and anything you'd like it. Just tell us that you enjoy the show. Talk about how you want to hear about Sire 1313. Anything at all. And of course there is another way to support us and that is through the Patreon project that we have with House Gundrack. And of course our patrons get behind the scenes access as well as exclusives from us here at House Civis. And I believe we're getting ready to launch a new project called the Discord project which allows them immediate access to us so hopefully we'll have a house civis discord as you're listening to this i'm not sure what that is but uh, apparently it's something all of the younger generation are using and with that i believe we do our interlude right beeps we just jump over to the guest sorry what uh, oh a sponsor well that's right we do have a sponsor today I'd like to uh, thank our sponsor for supporting the show, and uh, I'll see you on the other side of this advertisement. There are a lot of things to do each and every day. The constant overwhelming push to do more and be more is enough to make anyone want an expeditious retreat. Wouldn't it be nice if someone finally gave you the thing that matters most? Your precious time. And that is why we at House Caneth are introducing the Caneth cuisine line. We want to cut your time in the kitchen down dramatically. We have a line of improved wands to help every step of the way, Mixing wands, spraying wands, cleaning wands, and we didn't stop there. We added all manner of equipment to help you, from our Everright measuring cups and spill-proof bowls, to our Canith quick-cooking cabinets featuring our chilling, cooking, and seasoning drawers. We have the exact ingredients to make your home complete. So make your life easier, and stop by an authorized House Caneth vendor today. And remember, nothing cooks quite like a Caneth. I may not have my delightful co-host. I do have a special guest with me for the show today, Mr. Natuk Lafida. Natuk, I want to thank you for coming in today and spending the time talking about Baker's Night.
1: Well, thank you, Silas. It's a delight to be here. I have a small thank you for bringing me in. Here.
0: Oh my goodness, hey, it's a little cupcake with a, is that a sugar koala on top? Yes. Oh, it's delightful. Is it, th- Thrackle.
1: <laughs> Flame, no. I don't believe in using thrackle spice for desserts. Desserts should be decadent and sweet and light. Every time I eat with Thranians, it's just heat and spice from start to finish. This is a vanilla cake with a silver fruit and pear combot with sweet whipped buttercream.
0: Well, I don't mind if I do. No.
1: The the Quattle is edible as well, hand-sculpted. It's uh, made of sugared glass.
0: Oh, well, it is good. I, I'm surprised you sculpted by hand. A, a lot of people just magically shape it or weave the flavors in that way.
1: It can be easier to do that, and the flavors are more exciting for sure, but... I try to take a more naturalistic approach to my baking. How so? Most magically created food is bland and can linger on the dishes, in my opinion. I try to not magically summon in ingredients.
0: You know, I have often said that magically created water has a stale quality to it. Similar to if you leave a glass of water out overnight, it just tastes off.
1: The only magical food that I have had that's actually good is from a hero's feast. It was the best food I'd ever experienced, and I cannot describe how nice that was. But for days after, nothing seemed to taste good. It was filling, sure, flavorful, yes, but I longed for those Dreamlike delights. Well, I,
0: I completely agree. On a recent vacation, I spent quite a bit of the time enjoying Heroes Feast, and unfortunately, it did linger with me after the fact. Coming back into the city and returning to regular meals was rather depressing at first. Now I can think back fondly on those memories and remember how nice it tasted and how good those moments were, but those days after were dark days.
1: Exactly, so you know that they have downsides. Life can be sustained on magically created food, but I don't see it as ideal.
0: Well said. So what are we tackling here today?
1: Well, one of your interns uh, informed me before the show that it would just be you and I. So I switched which recipe we were going to be making and decided on one that I think that you will enjoy. We will be making a Zendric rum cake.
0: Well, you definitely have me on board. I am a fan of rum and all its many varieties. But what makes it a Zenderic rum cake?
1: The addition of coffee. It gives it a bitterness that really works in the cake.
0: Oh my, well that is a special cake for me indeed. I had spent time in Zenderick, but I was not a fan of coffee while I was there, and it I gotta say, it's grown on me since. I constantly want it now. <laughs> so, are we using House Fidelis brand?
1: No, not today. Uh, we'll actually be using a special type of rum. You see, there's a member of House Lirendar in Stormreach who makes this dark and rich rum he calls the Kraken's Ink. He recently started making his own coffee and combining the two. So, we have a bottle of that. Why don't you... Give it a try while I go over ingredients here today.
0: Well, I don't mind if I do. Oh, mm, mm. that is heaven. It really is very coffee. A night with a bottle of this and I would be in trouble.
1: (laughs) Today, we are using ingredients that are readily accessible and work faster. We will cover easier alternatives as we go through. So, for the cake, we will need two cups of flour, one and a half cups of sugar, 3.4 ounces of instant pudding, vanilla-flavored. This is a special ingredient from the More holds. It's a pudding that has been dried, ground down, and flavored. It helps thicken the cake and keep it moist.
0: I am quite familiar with puddings. I've been to the Moor several times delightful
1: two teaspoons of baking powder one teaspoon of salt one stick or one quarter of a pound of unsalted butter softened to be easy to work with okay one half cup of cooking oil we are using vegetable oil but i don't remember which vegetable
0: i'm sure it doesn't matter
1: half a cup of tribex milk at room temperature Four small Glidewing eggs. We are using Glidewing, but four large chicken eggs can work fine. Half a cup of coffee-infused rum. As I said, this rum is a Zendrick specialty made by a leader captain. Two teaspoons of extracted vanilla. And then, for the syrup that we will be adding to the cake after it is baked, we need one stick or one quarter of a pound of unsalted butter, one quarter cup of water, one cup of sugar, one quarter of a teaspoon of salt, just a little pinch, one half cup of rum, and half a teaspoon of extracted vanilla.
0: Well, that is quite a
1: bit. Yes. Are you ready to get started?
0: Absolutely. All right.
1: All right. Then I'm going to have you start adding the ingredients to this bowl with these measuring cups. These are precise measuring cups. You magically set the volume, and when you scoop through it, it will not pick up any extra.
0: Well, that is useful.
1: When you have it full and you want to empty it, you can tap twice and that'll do a slow pour. Or, you can tap three times and it just empties it all at once.
0: Well, that is very useful. There you go. Alright.
1: So, we are putting in the flour, sugar, the pudding, the baking powder, the salt, butter, and vegetable oil. While you do that, I'm going to set the temperature we will be cooking with.
0: Now, I haven't seen one of those cabinets before. What exactly is that?
1: This is a Kenneth Quick Cabinet. They are faster and easier than traditional cooking cabinets, brick ovens, or flame forbid over a fire. They give you complete control of heat. We are setting the cooking drawer over here to 325 Corverin degrees.
0: Alright, I've got everything in here.
1: Wonderful. Grab that whisking wand. All right. This is going to cut the mixing down. Grab it firm when you want to mix at a steady pace. It will mix twice as fast as you do. So don't overdo it.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going right for it.
1: We want it combined nicely. It should look like sand when we are done.
0: This is coming together incredibly fast. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I, I, I don't fancy myself a cook, but this makes it easy. I should invest in a set of these.
1: Well, Silas, these are for people who are cooking professionally. You don't need these at home. They don't come cheap. Alright, slow for a moment while I pour in some milk. Okay, stay at that speed. We're going to add in four eggs... At one time.
0: I I noticed that you chose wing eggs. Are those better to cook
1: with? No, they cook the same. But I find them to be more flavorful than chicken eggs. They have a richness of flavor. It's very subtle, and we have them, so why not? Well,
0: that's fair. Uh, I'm a big fan of Talentin cuisine, so I'm used to them.
1: Now we add the rum and vanilla. If you aren't a fan of coffee, you could easily use any rum you're partial to. When I use regular rum, I like to add a dash of ground allspice. Really makes the cake pop.
0: I'm not familiar with cake pops. I've seen them though. They're the little ones on the sticks.
1: Yes, they're all the rage right now.
0: And so the allspice helps combine it to make it do that?
1: No, no, I meant the cake, like, flavorfully plus. Oh,
0: well, I thought we were making cake pops. Oh, I, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, so we could double the rum now, right, if we wanted to? This would be a good point?
1: We could do that, um, but the flavor is already going to be heavy. I promise.
0: Uh, I, I trust you. You might be my favorite guest so far.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. Alright, we've got a ring pan here that has been oiled and dusted with flour, so go ahead and pour that in. With baker's nights, there are a lot of different traditions. Normally you'd buy a dozen of something and give the thirteenth to a stranger. I love charity, so we are going to be cutting this cake into thirteen pieces and keeping one for ourselves. So I like to take a little crown and put it into the cake so that when I cut the cake and give them out, one person gets to be a little extra lucky.
0: Well, that is really nice. Uh, I hope someone gets that and it makes their day.
1: (laughs) I will say sometimes when I make these, I actually hide a sovereign in each slice. I give them out to people and they go on their way and... They each think that they have just had something very rare and special. It's my way to make everyone's day brighter. I hope that each sovereign goes on to help someone else, and that they do something else kind, and perhaps my giving a silver coin to a person will trickle its way all the way to someone important. And they will do something very good. Kind of like the dragon prophecy, but with cake. <laughs>
0: Well, that is a very nice way to look at it. I'm sure people appreciate finding that sovereign.
1: All right. Now we place the cake in this drawer here. And we'll get started on the syrup.
0: All right. Uh, What's the next step? All
1: right. So you take this saucepan here. It is made of magically treated Fernian ash.
0: Oh, wonderful. Uh, We actually just discussed these on the Aguars not too long ago. It'll heat up and cook as we go along, and does it all within itself magically, right?
1: That's quite right. So we'll put everything in, all the remaining ingredients in, and then we mix them together. We will cook it to a boil and let it simmer.
0: Okay. How long does it take the cake to cook while while that's going on?
1: In your standard oven at that temperature, 50 minutes. That's the advantage of the Kenneth Quick Cabinet. We will get the cake in a fraction of that time, just five minutes.
0: Well, that is incredibly fast.
1: It is. It does mean the cake will be drier, but we took that into account by adding the powdered pudding.
0: I have had oozes before, and well, yeah, it's a little hard to get down at first. They are surprisingly hardy and very moist, so I'm imagining they're going to help the cake. Now, while I'm mixing this, uh, you were talking before, and you said you were originally from Zendrik? I'm quite surprised by that. It feels like followers of the Silver Flame are not as common there.
1: Uh, You can actually let that simmer now. My mother was a follower of the flame. Very devout woman, who found the flame from some archaeologists who she guided through the deserts of Zendrik. It was her wish to one day travel to Flamekeep, and see the Silver Flame for herself. That became very difficult when my sister and I were born. My father was a man from Carnath. He was dissatisfied with the way his country was being handled during the war, wished to see if Zendrik held any secrets to save his people. Something about undead and vampires. My mother said that he was some very important person. He was gone by the time we were born. My mother got sick when we were very young, and we lived in a small group of flame worshippers in Rage. The community raised us after that.
0: That is a sad tale, but it is interesting to see how you're giving back to the community in kind. I think that is a nice takeaway from that. But since we are talking about the church, uh, let's talk a little about Baker's Night. I know nothing about it for the most part. Do you care to inform our listeners?
1: So Baker's Night is a very strange one. Some say that it is a holiday of Aladra that the flame had bastardized. Others say that it is the only holiday that the flame had not taken from the host. (laughs)
0: That's very different.
1: (laughs) I think that it's just the best of the holidays.
0: I'm surprised it doesn't have concrete origins. I I feel like a lot of the Silver Flame holidays can be tied to a specific thing because of how new the religion is.
1: Most of the Silver Flame's holidays are about warding against the dark. This one is truly about community. Something that people don't really realize the Flame is about. Sharing with those around you, spreading light and joy to people you do not know.
0: I'm honestly surprised this one doesn't involve candles as well. Most of them do. Some sort of flame and...
1: Which is why a lot of people think that it came from Oladra to begin with, but Oladra does not have any holiday that we celebrate today similar.
0: Hmm. So do you feel that you're infusing the cakes with the light of the flame by cooking them? Is that... I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how it ties back into the flame.
1: The flame is a source of power, but what a lot of people don't realize, it is also a source of divine love. And so by baking things, sweet treats for the children of the village, you're filling them with your love. You're filling the people around you with your love. When we bake, we bake with with love in our hearts, and it comes into the food that we cook.
0: Then That is a good response.
1: <laughs> Alright. Let's get that cake out of there.
0: I'm ready. Well,
1: oh, be careful. It is hot.
0: Okay. I've got it here.
1: Okay, so now we are going to take this and we're going to poke holes throughout it. And we're going to pour the syrup in.
0: Well, that smell really comes through. Uh, The aroma is warm and lightly spiced with just that hint of vanilla. You definitely get that. It's wonderful. With the coffee scent mixed in, it smells like a Stormreach cargo ship hold. I want my office to smell like this.
1: It tastes even better once the flavors have time to build.
0: Alright, so now how long does it take to cool?
1: Normally, I would say overnight. But we have the Kenneth quick cooling drawer in the cabinet. So we're going to get it much faster, about an hour.
0: Well, that's a shame. We won't get to try it before the end of the episode, but I think that's all
1: right. I actually thought of that. It's why I made one earlier today and have it cooling in the drawer right now. Let's pop it out and put the other in.
0: Uh, All right. Well, that's incredibly thoughtful of you. Uh, Let's go ahead and put that in there. Uh, Now, I've noticed that you flipped that over from the pan, and I can see that the syrup has soaked in. It looks very dense.
1: There's only one way to find out. It takes a lot to get used to cutting things into 13 pieces, but I've had some practice. (laughs) Give that a try. Well,
0: I definitely will. Oh, that is exquisite. It is nice and sweet, and while it is quite dense, it is moist all the way through. The rum is in every single bite, and the coffee comes through very subtly. That is an almost perfect piece of cake. I was not expecting to have a new favorite dessert from all of this today, but it is hard not to be entirely sold on something so good. Well done, Nato. This has been an amazing baker's day.
1: I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. I'll give out the rest of the pieces and keep one. And then you can do so with the second cake, too. Spread the love and joy.
0: <laughs> can I go in front? I apologize. It's just so, so good. And look at that. I got a copper crown. It is a good day indeed. Thank you for coming in and making this with us here today. Do you want to let our listeners know where they can find your shop?
1: My shop is called Zendreetz. Zendreetz. Zendreet. Of course. It's yes. always a pun. It's always they, you know, a pun. Every time. <laughs> and it can be found in Oladra's kitchen. We are closed for the rest of baker's night, but we will be open tomorrow with our signature beverages, baked goods, and cheeses. Oh,
0: that is an interesting choice for a shop that does cake.
1: Cheese making is a particular love of mine.
0: Well, we will have to have you come on in the future and talk about it. I would love to try cheeses and sit here all day.
1: Uh, may I say hello to a friend oh, a, Of me? course,
0: absolutely.
1: I just want to say hello, Keith, and happy Baker's Night.
0: Well, happy Baker's Night indeed, Keith. Uh, that does it for us this week. We will see you all next broadcasting, and as Luffy says, keep an ear out for those echoes of hope. i didn't know we were having a guy have, making i would come
1: if there was a guy making cake I mean, oh, didn't tell what me.
0: about the construction and the dragon that destroyed half of your neighborhood
1: it did it happened it's real i'm telling the truth
0: you have icing all around your face
1: no, I don't.
0: and is that is that face paint are you a little green dragon Well, I think that'll do it for us on Baker's Night. Alufi, here, have a lovely slice of cake.